Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly. Well, welcome. It's Friday. This is Career Combat. My name is Kelly Combat, and I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy that you're here. Happy Friday again. I'm so I'm so thinking about all the things that we've got planned for the weekend. I don't know if Puxatani Phil showed <laughs> showed his shadow a couple weeks ago or what. I don't know. Uh, but wherever you are in the world. It doesn't even matter because we're here and we're here to learn. And that's what we do on this show. We think about all the things that happen in our careers. That's why it's called Career Combat. And we're also on the Empowerment Channel. And the whole reason behind that is to empower you. You've got all kinds of choices of different shows you can listen to and really consider all the things that you do have the power to change, to improve to be able to double click on. And this show is no different. The way it works is you send me your suggestions in terms of the shows, you design it, you create the questions. All the feedback that I get really is the content of what we talk about. And today what we're going to do is we're going to focus, very much laser focus in on one particular topic. And it is Black History Month here in the U.S. And I thought it was super appropriate to really think about all the things about Black excellence at work. You know, that melanin magnificence in terms of corporate spaces, because it is hard. I identify as Black, and let me tell you, it can be hard, the ups, the downs. And when there are accomplishments, I tend to really reflect And that's what we're going to do today. And seemingly, because it's Black History Month, I I started thinking about all the plethora of all kinds of inventors that Black folks have really moved the needle in terms of things that we take for granted nowadays. I, I won't go into a laundry list of all the inventions, but think about this. Elevator automatic doors. Yeah. Elevator automatic doors invented by Alexander Miles. Tom Marshall invented the fire extinguisher. A black man. Marie Van Britten Brown. She introduced us to CCTV or home security systems. And why am I mentioning all of that? Not just because it's Black History Month, but also because these are things that are American history, world history, things that we know are embedded in our everyday lives. And it's not just about the past, it's about the future. Not just the future of us as Black folks, but the future of everyone. And that's why it's important to reflect on the things that have shifted, the things that have been invented, and the things that we should be proud of, even when we're going through it. It's a celebration of sorts. And I'm not going to launch into celebrate good times, oh yeah, or any song or anything like that. But I do want to celebrate all the things that we accomplish in our lives. And even if you don't identify as Black, it's all good. It's all good. Welcome, welcome, because you've got things to celebrate as well. One thing I wanted to share with you, I have not announced this. So this is the first time I'm putting it out there. I do have a book 
that's coming out. I'm so excited. I have a book that's coming out talking about celebrations. I have a book and it's called Against All Odds. And it's upcoming. It's not done yet, but it's in partnership with none other than Lisa Nichols. Yes. Lisa Nichols. Oh my gosh, what a dream of mine. She's a best-selling author. She's a transformational coach, and she helps people live their lives with full authenticity so that they are absolutely unrecognizable when it comes to all the things that they want to do, all the dreams that they want to achieve. So how appropriate for me to you know talk about that because I'm putting it all out there in this work that I'm doing in this book. It's all about how I grew up, the trials, the tribulations, all the things. Some things were tragedies, but some things were also learning moments, things that I learned from my dad and my mom. And to this day, I reflect on those things. And while you can't see me here as I'm broadcasting, in this space that I'm in, I have pictures of the two of them. And I always look at them when I'm at my lowest, when I'm trying to think about the why, what, what's driving me? Are, are they proud of me? All those things that no matter what age we are, we still think of those things because I think of their accomplishments. I think of my brothers, Darren and David Everson. Shout out to Darren and David Everson. Combat is my married name. I just wanted to shout out to them as well because they're, they are titans in their fields of expertise. And bigger picture, I think also around the fact that many times if you identify as Black or or if you're a person of color at all, or if you have different identities, whether you're neurodiverse or whether you are a person who's disabled, anything that makes you unique, any identity that makes you unique, it doesn't matter that the fact that you have things that make you different because there are things that really connect us. It's that intersectionality. If you've never heard of that, it's that common denominator that really holds us all together in this global village. I get all the time these questions around, you know, Kelly, what's it like navigating in your corporate world? What's it like? And I would say this, I, I have a lot of answers for that. Uh, my, my one common denominator question that the, the way that I respond to that question is this answer. Nevertheless, we persevere. Nevertheless, regardless of the mental gymnastics, regardless of the biases, and we all have them. We all have biases. If you have a brain, you have bias. My, my friend and coaching colleague, Patty Lee, shared that quote with me uh, in her coaching circles, that if we have a brain, we have biases. So it's not about the fact that we have biases. It's how do you get through them? How do you get through the microaggressions? My answer to that question of how, what, how is it like? What is it like? For me as a Black individual, as a Black woman, nevertheless, we persevere. And I think that many folks who identify as women or, or as trans or, or anything that it is about the perseverance. It is about the tenacity. It is about the fact that regardless of all the things, we still get through it. And I never want to on this show front or pretend as if I don't have my lows. I do. I absolutely do. And when that happens, 
I reach out to my squad, whether it's my mom or it's friends, family, anybody that can pull me out of that, that space, that space of what I'm facing. In the U.S., we have 14.4% of folks who identify as Black. 14.4. And globally, it's over a billion people. Why does that matter? Well, it matters because I know as a coach, things are shifting. Our demographics are changing here in the U.S. Things are changing all around. So if you're listening to this show, one of the things that you need to maybe think about, consider, take it as a bit of advice, choose your own adventure, as things are shifting, we know shift happens, it does. Consider how am I showing up? What am I doing in terms of being more inclusive? I'm happy to say that many leaders lean in and they will reach out to me as a coach and say, I'm signing up with you, Kelly, because I just want to do better. I want to be more inclusive. And how else can I do that if I keep surrounding myself with people who are exactly, exactly like me? How am I going to do it? The only way I can, I'm going to be able to do it is if I perhaps sign up with somebody who looks like you. Uh, you're nothing like me is what I hear. And I'm sure that there are other coaches, other professionals in all kinds of spaces, entrepreneurs who say the same thing. That's the feedback I got as to why I was chosen as a vendor, because I had something unique, something different to offer, not just in terms of my identities, but I have something that is different and that is changing the narrative, the product, the service, whatever I'm offering, it's different. So people are changing, the demographics are changing, and you're changing as well. And in this show, talking about the melanin magnificence and, and Black excellence at work, there's a few things I think that are important to talk about. Yes, it's about the biases that we face and the microaggressions. It's also the excellence. Why does it matter when we say that I'm the first in my family to graduate from college or I'm the first in my family to have this particular position? or the first in my family to own a home. The reason why I can say that as Black folks, that we make sure to say those things and, and revere those things, many of us, is because it is important to us. There's a sense of a badge of honor, especially with the trials and the tribulations, especially with all the biases and the microaggressions. And if you've never heard of that term microaggression, I promise you, it doesn't just affect people who identify as Black. It affects perhaps women, perhaps people who are neurodiverse, perhaps people who uh, have an identity or, or a communication style, an energy preference that is different than most. And what happens when that occurs? How do you feel? Do you feel as if you belong or do you feel as if you've been ostracized? Well, a microaggression for an example would be where I'm on a call, a call, a meeting where there's maybe, let's say, nine or 10 people on the call. 
and I put out there an idea. And after I put that idea out there, there's crickets. In other words, radio silence. Nothing is said. No expression online that I'm seeing from any visuals, body language, nothing. And then another person who does not share my same identity says the same thing four minutes later. And then everybody responds or most folks respond with, that's a great idea. I love it. (laughs) And I laugh now, but in the middle of that happening, and it's happened to me so many times more than I can count, it feels defeating. And you feel low and you feel like you just want to withdraw. It's disengaging. Why, again, does that matter? I think it's, it, it really is important to bring up microaggressions, biases, all these things, because while we have Black excellence at work and while we have so many great accomplishments to be proud of, it's nevertheless we persevere. Regardless of the microaggressions, that's the point in bringing them up. Regardless of the biases, the prejudice, the racism, all the things. And let's face it, folks, we've been through it. And when I say we, I'm not talking about we as Black folks. I'm talking about we as a global community. We've been through multiple pandemics. And it just seems like we're, we just were coming out. <laughs> we were just coming out of all the things about uh, being ostracized, being at home, uh, quarantining, all the things, racial pandemics even. Even so, we still get through it. So what we're going to talk about on this show today is all about that excellence and at the same time, how you can garner strengths. What are the tips, the tricks, the all the things, the tools that you need for your toolbox in order to survive, not just in a corporate space, but also just in your career in general? I'm not going to assume that you're only in a corporate space. We've chosen to do a lot of things in our careers. Maybe you're a solopreneur, a content creator. That's amazing. We still need to understand how to get through some of these hard times in order to advance. And that's whatever your idea of advancement is. We face a lot of different kinds of challenges in terms of career progression, And it's great to be able to identify the ways to create, I don't know, equitable opportunities so that we can, in fact, advance. Who is your mentor? We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Who is your mentor? How are you networking? And are you being intentional about it? We're also going to talk about code switching. And if you've never heard that phrase, I'll explain what it is. We'll go into a deep dive about it. We already talked about intersectionality. And during this discussion, it's important to know that we are not a monolith. None of us are. If you identify as Hispanic, if you identify as LGBTQ+, we know that everybody's not the same. We have fingerprints for a reason. So that intersectionality, the things that bind us, and, and really create some sort of community, it's that aha moment of, oh my gosh, me too. That's, that's, 
That's exactly the same for me, regardless of all the different identities we share. We'll talk about training, employee resource groups, affinity groups, if you have them, if you work in corporate, all the things that we face in terms of uh, the lack of equal pay, compensation, benefits, all those things. Allyship, what does it mean? Advocacy, do you have an advocate? And finally, we'll talk about all the things that make you whole and protect your peace. And if you've heard me before on these shows, these episodes on career combat, I talk about it all the time. And that goes for everybody, the entire audience. How are you protecting your peace? It's Friday, February 9th. What's your energy level? In other words, what's your life battery saying? Right now, I'm at 95%. I don't even need any coffee. I don't need any Coca-Cola or anything because I'm just vibing off of you and your responsiveness to this topic. It's the whole reason why we're having this show today, because I heard from so many of you saying, I'd love for you to focus on specifically highlighting Black excellence at work within the month of February. And knowing that I identify as Black 24-7-365, it's not just in February, I just also have a sense of pride, especially, especially knowing the history. I was talking to Annalene Cruz last week, a colleague of mine and a friend, and we were talking about our ancestors. And I, I hope that my ancestors are smiling, not just today during the show, but always. And as I'm talking to you right now, there's like this beam of sun coming through my window right now. And it just, it's warming me, me up and making me feel so, so welcome and so warm and so proud. So that's all of what we're going to talk about today. And as always, you design the show. So we'll have specifics in case you want to call in. You also can always write me at yes at kellycoach.com. We are going to take a quick break. And in that meantime, it's just going to be just a couple of moments. In the meantime, grab a snack. Come on back and keep on listening. I really appreciate you being here. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career Combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. 
Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back. Welcome back indeed. There's that number. There's that number in case you want to call in. You always have that option. And in addition, when you do do that or when you do write me, you know that you are constructing the complete foundation of this show. You're creating the scaffolding for this program. So before the break, we were talking about all the things that we're going to focus on during this episode of Career Combat. It's all about melanin magnificence at work. Black excellence. One of the things that I was thinking about in terms of how I grew up, And as a young Black girl, usually the only person in the entire school or uh, the only person in class who identified as Black, I I think it was a really difficult thing to endure, not just because of the differences and being pointed out as such. I think it was hard, not because I suffered any violence or, or anything egregious, certainly not. Uh, For the most part, there were pretty good days. I think what made it difficult, layering, and we talked earlier about a lot of layers or uh, sides to us, like onions. There's lots of layers to an onion. We we all have a lot of things that make us unique and different. It's not a one-size-fits-all. What made it difficult for me, I think, was the fact that I was painfully shy, absolutely shy. And I didn't like being called out for the difference. Now, all these years later, I'm leaning into the difference. And all the differences, all the sides, the ups, the downs, the all the things. I love the differences. And so if you are listening and you identify as Black, or if you don't, I encourage you, lean into the differences. I love the differences so much and embody all things DEI or diversity, equity, and inclusion that I have actually made it a part of my world, a part of my career, the main part of my career. And it's part of my coaching as well, as I shared with you earlier about being an inclusive leadership coach as well as career coaching. I sit on the board of 
the International Coaching Federation as Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion here where I live in New Jersey. And I'm also a DEI executive. And this didn't come by happenstance. It really was around the studying of the fact that when you are considering the hierarchy of needs that we all have as humans, we want to belong. Regardless of any of your identities, we just want to belong. We want to be loved, feel safe and secure. All the things I actually was talking about last week with Annalyn Cruz, who also is in this space of DE&I as a coach. One thing is for sure. We all have to feel as if we belong. We have it. We have it right there in our soul and in our bones. Remember the last time you were excluded, what that felt like. That's the opposite of Black excellence. It feels ostracizing when you don't belong. Excellence in general is not about excluding folks. I want to personally be remembered for who I include, not who I exclude. That's so, so important. And I'm going to put it out there. I think many times, especially, I'd love to talk about this, especially on this show, I try with every ounce of my being to keep it real every single time and not have a script or just, you know, just to be able to speak to you very frank. One of the things that I've heard a lot as an executive in this space is it's about you taking something away from me because I'm not Black. And it's really not about that. It's thinking about the bigger picture that we all can get it. We all can move ahead. We all can have something worthy of our lives. And it doesn't have to be just about getting accepted into a university or uh, getting a promotion at work. It's just about that psychological safety of being able to show up as you, your authentic self. And I know we've been talking about that for years, especially since 2020. But this isn't new, folks. This, <laughs> this has been happening for hundreds of years where it's just about that work of inches and making sure that we're doing it and doing it accordingly. It's hard work and it doesn't happen overnight. That's the patience I keep telling myself. And it goes right along with coaching. Coaching is never a perfect, it's a practice. And I believe the work of true diversity, equity, and inclusion is just that. It shouldn't be diversity theater where you're just going through the motions. It should be about true initiatives and true action to be able to represent everyone, all identities. If we don't get racism right, then certainly we won't be able to get anything else right. It's a both and. It's all of it. And I love it because I've seen over the years this needle being moved inch by inch like an inchworm, things moving. As I shared with you before, people signing up saying, I, I need to do better. They take assessments like with Harvard's implicit bias 
assessment. They've got plenty online where you can understand your biases. You can understand the work you need to do. You can read. You can think about all the friends that you have. And I think that that's the thing that keeps us persevering and with that level of fortitude, that regardless of the fact that there are some folks that don't want to change, that's that's okay. It's not about boiling the ocean. It's all around what can you really believe is in your sphere of control? What's in your sphere of influence? And we've talked about this on this show before, that all you can do is prepare for what's next in your life and think about all the ways that you can respond to what happens to you in life. That's it. Those are the only two things that you can actually control. You can't control what people say, what they do, if loved ones leave us, if we don't get promoted at work. You can control what you do to prepare for what's next in order to get promoted. That's Black excellence. That's excellence in general. That's all we can do. And sometimes we have to consider looking at our watch and saying, maybe it's time to move on because I've hit this glass ceiling. And we know all the signs. We absolutely know them. We know the signs. And speaking of keeping within our control what we know we can influence, that's that mentorship. It's the intentional networking. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time that you looked at your calendar and it was filled with one-to-ones in order to meet different advocates or allies? or titans in the industry that you're in. When's the last time that you saw your calendar and it was chock full of those kinds of one-to-ones? Well, if your calendar doesn't have that, then it's dot, 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 something you need to do. And I promise you, even with my years of experience in human resources or as a DEI executive, I'm not here to say that I'm here to replace your HR person or here to replace your DEI folks. It's just been in my journey as a person who identifies as Black, something to think about. And they're all things to consider. Some things may work for you and some things may not. Regardless of how you show up in life, your energy and communication presence and and preference, really, it's all around how you switch to make sure that you're upping the ante or upping the level of challenge. And if you're feeling uncomfortable, you're doing it right. I'll say it again. If you are uncomfortable with the idea, with the thought of networking or having any meetings like that or reaching out, then you're doing it right. Because that uncomfortable factor is what's going to get us ahead and have Black excellence. That uncomfortable factor is what's going to move the needle, regardless of how you show up. Every little bit counts. Even if it's one time on your calendar in a month. Stopping by the break room to chat it up. Chop it up, as they say. (laughs) That's okay. That's a good thing. 
I'm not talking a, res- a resolution, like a New Year's resolution, because we know only less than 8% of those actually take flight. It could be just one little meeting. And that one meeting can lead to three or five or 10. Baby steps. I, I like to think of that play, Hamilton. And if you've never seen it, the part where uh, they are singing that song, I, I want to be in the room where it happens. <laughs> I want to be in the room where it happens. The way that I equate that is advocacy. That an advocate is in the room where it happens. They're the ones that are going to speak on your behalf for that promotion, for that new gig, for that project, for that special team that's being sent to France or whatever. Doesn't matter the example. We all need that squad, that internal board of directors. We talk about it quite often here on Career Combat. Mentorship and networking is essential to Black excellence. And it's the reason, quite honestly, why I've seen such a plethora of movement in our spaces, in corporate environments. We have a long, long way to go. Not enough CEOs, not enough, a lot of positions in senior leadership. And at the same time, there has been change. Am I satisfied with it? Maybe not so much. And at the same time, I'm proud of it. So it's always about, let's just keep it moving. Let's just keep it improving. Because that way, we're representing all the metropolitan areas we have in this beautiful, beautiful country of ours and around the world. We're truly representing our neighborhoods, our environments. And shouldn't that match? So mentorship and networking at the end of the day, what are you going to do? What's your call to action? And you might be thinking, it's just one calendar invite, Kelly. I'm just going to email one person. I'm going to talk to one person in the hallway. I'm going to chat it up on Teams or Zoom one time this month. And if you do that, I promise you, I will be so proud of you. I'll be right here doing the show, having your back. And I encourage you to reach out and send me a note, send me an email or call on into the show and share with me what happened, what did you do about it? And we'll have like a mini coaching of sorts just to keep the momentum going. I'll be your accountability partner. How about that? So that's it. Mentorship networking, so important. And we know that an ally and an advocate, those are two totally different things. I talked about Hamilton, be in the room where it happens. That person is going to speak on your behalf. And they're only going to be able to do that if they know you, if they know your worth. And only you can speak to that worth. You are worthy. You are excellent. You are empowered. And you can do this. Why can you do this? Because I know you can. I said it earlier. We... We all have our highs and lows. I, I have my days. Today's a really good one. I told you I'm over 90% today. <laughs> I'm feeling great. The sun is shining. 
that vitamin D is piercing through the window. It's good. It's all good. Maybe it's a bit psychosomatic. I don't know. When that happens, I take that energy and I do something about it. I reach out to a few more folks on those days. And I would never share with you things that I'm not doing myself. There are days I don't do it. That's all right. I double up the next week when I'm feeling good. When I'm feeling good about me, when I'm feeling good about my health, when I, I have the energy, I'm doing all the things. I'm, I'm tracking my energy, my sleep cycle, my water, all the things. I keep a planner. I stay cognizant of the days where I need to restore. I'm not sure if we all do that enough. What's the result of if you do? If you do track all those things, if you do, and you don't even have to use a planner to do those things. You could just have it in your mind to reflect. Do I have the energy today to reach out to someone? And if you don't, don't do it. If you're not feeling up to it because you perhaps have an attitude about something somebody said to you, some sort of internal conflict, mental gymnastics, as I said, and those things can be super tiring. Jumping through hurdles, feelings as if you're not heard. That would not be a day to reach out because you need to protect your peace. And on the days where you do feel it and you check your internal life battery and you say, oh, I'm at 80, I'm at 85. I strongly suggest those are the days that you create that list. Who do I wanna know? Internally, externally, it doesn't have to be just people at work. Get super active. There's so many forums out here on Facebook, on LinkedIn, uh, so many places, on Fishbowl. Do the things that make you happy and fill up your cup. Because we know if your cup is completely barren, you're not gonna be able to do it. Those are the things that are important. And speaking of importance, <laughs> nice segue. We have a break coming up in just a few moments. It will be a really, really quick one, I promise. And once we come back, we'll talk about things like, ooh, code switching, all the things that create some issues for us as we navigate corporate spaces. We'll also talk a little bit more about equal pay, compensation, and all the things that are important to us in order to strive to be better. So keep on listening and come on back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics 
created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back. We've been talking about Black excellence at work, that melanin magnificence. Absolutely. Don't you love that? That melanin magnificence. And it's true that some of the things that we've been talking about on the show today They could be thought about in all spaces, even if you don't identify as Black. So before the break, we were speaking around mentorship, advocacy, making sure that you're intentional with your networking, all things important. Now I thought it would be important to consider advocacy for yourself. And what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that exactly? Well, I'll tell you, I think that it's really important to make sure that your accolades are known. I'll say it again. It's important that your accolades are known. Back in the day, years ago, all you had to do was do a great job. You had to just focus, heads down, do your work, and somebody would recognize it. You got your promotion. No longer is that the case. People have to know what you're doing. And the only way you do that is through advocating for yourself. And I'm not talking about being a cheerleader and especially if it's not comfortable for you. No, I'm not talking about that at all. I'm speaking to you making sure that your works that you've created, whether it's certain kinds of feedback that you've gotten, that you have a professional profile. It's a little bit different than a CV or a resume. It's very, it's a little different than that. It's as creative as you want it to be. And it includes a variety of things. Pick your pleasure, whatever you want to include. 
It could be examples of maybe websites that you've created or any other creative uh, property that you've started. It could be testimonials from clients that you've had if you own your own business. It could be, if you're in a corporate space, projects that you've lent your expertise in, special things that you've raised your hand for. Maybe you participated in helping recruit folks at at local HBCUs or historically Black colleges and universities. Whatever you've done, you've learned new languages, all those things are of uber importance. And nobody's going to know it unless you say it. And you can say it within the context of a professional profile. I'm certainly not asking you, anyone listening, to go out and rah, rah, it's me and be perhaps braggadocious. No, not at all, especially if that's uncomfortable for you. That's not what I'm suggesting. It's been my personal experience, again, not speaking on behalf of HR or DEI or as a coach, my personal individual experience that it's so impressive when you're sitting across from somebody who's a potential client and I own a business and I'm looking to hire a particular contractor or what have you, and they've got all kinds of examples. That's awesome. Or I'm speaking to someone who is a candidate that I'm looking to hire when I used to recruit years ago. And that person breaks out their presentation. They open up their laptop or their tablet and they say, let me, let me show you a few things about my accomplishments some things that I've launched. I used to have a business where I was tutoring uh, young boys in the seventh and eighth grade with regards to math. And I helped them to achieve two grades higher or three grades higher in their work. That's an example that I heard from someone who provided me their professional profile while I was interviewing them years ago. I was so impressed by that. And they had other examples as well. What I'm saying is it was a call to action that they said to themselves, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna showcase what my stuff has really impacted in this world, how I've been able to move the needle. And it's especially important when you've lent your time in a pro bono way how many of us are involved in things in our local communities? You could be a volunteer firefighter, or you could be teaching children self-defense, coaching soccer teams, whatever the case may be, teaching piano lessons, whatever. I'm just making up anything that you've done to be a leader in your community, a leader in your organization. Helping women who've been battered, who've been abused. That's such important work. Why wouldn't you showcase that? What's stopping you is my question. So what's the bottom line? Bottom line it. Call to action. Consider a professional profile. That professional profile will provide such a light into your world of what you've done, your accomplishments. And before the break, I also was talking about 
the idea of code switching. Code switching, if you've never heard of it, it's really prevalent in professional settings. And professional is a a construct because who's saying who is professional? But that's a whole other story for another day. Uh, A really whole, I could talk a whole hour about just that, about the word professional, because it's very subjective. However, I digress. Code switching is around not really truly being your authentic self and having to switch mainly because you are looking to be accepted, unfortunately, or you're looking to get promoted. And it is a reality. Think about the impact of code switching when you're not really being who you authentically are. For an example, pretending that you love a particular show and turning on that charm or turning on a certain personality trait that is not you. If you have a preference for introversion, pretending that you don't. That would be code switching. Pretending to suppress your identity of being Black in order to try to make somebody else feel greater than. Code switching has such an impact on our mental health and well-being. And I'm not here to share that it needs to be eradicated. What I'm saying is it is a reality and to check yourself every single day for your peace. We always talk about that. It could be silently really affecting you. And in this era of stress disorders and all kinds of issues with our hearts and our souls, physically and mentally speaking, the emotional burden of switching who you really are whether it's LGBTQ+, plus or, or downgrading who you really are, is not only unfortunate, it's a tragedy. And at the same time, it's a reality. So code switching is something that does fly in the face of Black excellence. So when it happens, and it does, I implore you to make sure you check yourself and make sure that you're okay. Because too much of it can absolutely have an impact on our well-being. And to those who love us and surround us and truly care about us and know that we're not showing up to be who we really are. Another thing I wanted to share with you is if you've never heard of an employee resource group or an ERG, they also have BRGs, which are business resource groups and affinity groups. They can be so welcoming and actually help with that lack of well-being, that lack of psychological safety. Converse to code switching. These are spaces where they have Black identity groups. They have all kinds of things. Again, we're not monoliths. There there could be an opportunity for you to join a parenting network or a caring for elders network. Especially some of these smaller companies are creating these kinds of spaces as well. They're not just at large organizations. These are great things to sign up for so that you can build community, dialogue in an authentic way, and be a part of a safe space. It's so important. 
I'm not asking that you need to be on a council or be the leadership of this group. You can just show up and take in whatever material or content that they're showcasing. Sometimes they have speakers. I remember years ago when I worked at Ford Motor, I was a part of a large network, Ford African Ancestry Network or FAN. And I'm not sure if it still exists or if they've evolved the name. That's not the point. The point of me sharing that with you was I, I just, I had this big exhale moment of, wow, I belong. And it was so different than when I was a lot younger. All these things, the ERGs, the business resource groups as well, affinity groups, they help us to be able to build our community and show up and show out with Black excellence. So we've talked about a lot of stuff today. We've talked about mentorship, networking, allyship, advocacy, advocacy for yourself, that call to action of creating a professional profile, considering joining an employee resource group or affinity group, thinking about the impact of code switching, and all the things that lead to Black excellence, just like career advancement and taking note of inequities happening with regards to equal pay and compensation. You choose your own adventure is what I'm saying. Do whatever you can to mitigate bias that's happening to you or happening within you. All these things are super important to put in front of you. I've so much enjoyed talking about the history of us as folks who identify as Black, the history in the past and the history that we're making going forward. There's so many things that we all as a global community can be proud of. I'm so proud of my family members. I'm proud of my friends and my coaching colleagues all around the world. And one of the things that I'd love to share with you is once again, think about all the things that you are taking in and how it's impacting your peace. Take a note, maybe write it down, put it in your mind's eye, what your energy level is so that you can constantly make sure that you're improving that. Check it every single day, even on the weekends. So next week, next week, I am so proud speaking of coaching colleagues, to welcome Coach Michael Tiger. I know, right? Michael Tiger, right? Tiger in combat. I mean, are you serious right now? <laughs> when I first met Michael, I said, wow, Tiger, combat, wow. I had to have him on my show. So I'm so excited about having Michael Tiger, Coach Extraordinaire, on my show next week. I want to thank you all for listening. Celebrate Black excellence. Celebrate the importance of all the things Black history because it is our history. It is American history and it is our global history. And until next time, see ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week. <laughs>